Blog Talk Radio. Yet our best trained, best educated, best equipped, best prepared troops refuse to fight. Matter of fact, it's safe to say that they would rather switch than fight. Welcome to another broadcast night right here on the Soul of America Radio. Tonight, you're listening to the Tony Stalling Show. The Tony Stalling Show is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, hosted and produced by the Soul of America Radio. Comments heard on tonight's broadcast do not necessarily reflect the views of Blog Talk Radio, the Soul of America Radio, or its host. And now, get ready for an exciting blockbuster fight the power episode of Tony Stallings. Right here, right now. And now, the man himself, Tony Stallings.
can find nothing but rednecks for 400 years if you text. Don't worry, me happy. What's the number one jam? Damn. damn, if I said you could slap me right, right here. Did it. Let's get this party started right. Right on. Come on. What we got to say. Yeah. Power to the people, no delay. Make right. everybody see in order to fight the power. confirm that you can hear me. And tonight is November the 12th, 2016. I'm your boy Tony Stallings. I'm back like a, like a bad rat. Tonight's show might talk about something that's kind of sensitive to the little ears. So if you got some young ones, shame on you for having them up this late anyway. But if you got some young ones right now that's up, you might want to put them to bed. Give them some chocolate. Any little kids and pets. You might want to give them some chocolate and put them to bed because your boy is on. And look, tonight is Fight the Power. I got my main man hanging with us tonight in the studio, and he's going to come on. This brother here, go ahead and take the music out for me. Go ahead and take, go ahead and take it out. Thank you. Thank you. My main man is in the studio tonight. Now, let me tell you about this brother. His name is Curtis Taylor. This brother is bad. He's in Alabama, in Decatur area, and this brother has has organized voter registration rallies. Um, He has done so much in his community. He has a radio and television talk show called Something for the Fellas, and he is one of the baddest guys in that area, in this area, when it comes to uh, organizing my brothers and sisters. Curtis, you there, brother? Yes, sir. Oh, man, I thought I didn't have it. Come on, y'all, give it up. No, that's what you yeah. yeah. okay, okay, okay. That's what's up. Welcome to the show, Curtis, man. How you doing today? Man, I'm doing great. Glad, just honored, and I kind of privileged. I'm just glad to be here. I'm glad that you're having me tonight, bro. I'm ready to do this. There you go. That's what's up. Let me tell y'all, man, Curtis is a, is a good, solid brother, and um, I want you to keep an eye out. You can find him on Facebook and get more information on his show. Curtis is a real brother, man. I kind of contacted him at the last minute, and, uh, and Curtis was like, man, dude, let's do this. Because me and Curtis kind of, we click on this, man. This is what we do. We are, uh, we, we pride ourselves, and he does on his show, and giving you information that you don't normally hear on the mainstream news. And let me give you a heads up. If you're listening, call in, tell everybody that you know to listen tonight, because I promise you, Curtis got something we're going to share a little bit later in the show. It, it blew my mind when he told me about it about maybe 10 or 15 minutes ago. I had I really hadn't thought about it. And I've been so busy getting ready for the show and uh, – doing some other last-minute things. And when he dropped this bombshell on me, it's it's a different twist to this whole thing. And if you can process it when he lays it on you, and we're going to share it in just a minute, it may ease your mind just a little bit. Even though things are as bad as they seem, I promise you this is a new take that you really hadn't heard on CNN, MSNBC, uh, none of them places. You're going to hear it right here tonight on the Soul of America Radio. So welcome everybody in. Uh, area code 334-256-404-718-503. 
They're coming in and pouring in, Curtis, because they want us to hear us share. And I'm going to go ahead and get started, and then me and Curtis are going to talk this thing out. The reason we're doing this show, the topic of the show, is Trumpology, bigotry, and racism, the new America. And you all know what I'm talking about. Everybody under the sound of my voice, whether you're in podcasts, whether you're live, whether you're online, you know what I'm talking about. Now, first thing I want to say is a, dis- a disclaimer. This isn't a bash white people show. So don't call up here and just try to bash white people. We're going to stay on topic tonight. We're going to stay within the confines of the narrative. We're not going to go all over the place bashing white people. We're not here to bash white people. We're here to get you a good, clean message as to some of the things we feel we need to share with you about what's going on. And we're not here really to relive the election because Curtis and I think along the same lines. We like to give you some fresh stuff that may help you. So tonight, uh, I hadn't planned on doing a show, but when I saw the level of racism and crap going on post-election, I said, oh, man. And, you know, Curtis and I had already talked and decided that we would do a show on this, but we just didn't know when. And it hit me like the Holy Spirit, you know. And I was like, wow, we got to do this. We really got to do this. And we're going to start doing a series of these Fight the Power shows on this right here. So call somebody. Let somebody know that Curtis and Tony are on, and we're going to be spreading out the um, the information. So I'm going to say just a little bit, and I'm going to let Curtis talk. Um, the, the, of course, we all know the results of the election between uh, Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. We all know that. If, if you don't know, uh, then I'll go ahead and tell you, Donald Trump won the presidential election. Now, he didn't win the popular vote. He he won the electoral college vote, and that's a whole other show there, Curtis. He won the electoral college vote, and the popular vote went to Hillary Clinton. So now we find ourselves in a situation here where since he has been in office, it has made a lot of people nervous. Basically, everybody that ain't a white male is nervous. Women, black women, Hispanics, Muslims, black men, dogs, cats, everybody's a little nervous. So we want to share some stuff with you about uh, some twists we've seen, and we're going to get into that later. But I want Curtis just to kind of give me his his mindset on it and what's going on while I try to reboot my computer, Curtis, because my, my computer went out. So tell us what's on your mind a little bit about it tonight. Oh, man, I appreciate it, Tony. Oh, man, like you said, uh, this, this president-elect, Mr. Donald Trump, you know, I just you – know, let, let, me, let me just put this disclaimer right here. I just want to congratulate the man. You know, I, I've uh, been following this election process real close and, you know, just trying to comb through information that I've been given or researching with a fine-tooth comb. And um, actually, I was at work on the night of the election, and when I got off, I just turned on CNN and just start following as the uh, tallies were coming in with the elect- as you had mentioned earlier, with the electoral uh, college vote and everything in the you know, as each candidate was winning each state. 
And you know, as the as the night went on, I started losing. I'm just be honest. I started losing confidence in Hillary hmm. Clinton as a Democrat, which right. I do. I do vote Democrat. I am a Democrat. And you know, mm-hmm. but I started to think about this thing. I was like, well, you know what? As black people, you know, we, we we've been. I'm just keeping 100, as these kids say. Mm-hmm. We've been through hell our whole lives. So I just started thinking outside the box with that thing. I was like, regardless of who is president, like the old folks say. God is still in charge. Right. But then I start looking at it from a different twist. Think about this here, Tony. Mm-hmm. Outside of catastrophic events in our nation's history, let's go all the way back. Let's go slavery, okay? Let's mm-hmm. go to uh, the Jim Crow era. Let's go to the Civil mm-hmm. Rights Movement. Let's go to the Voting Rights Act, 1964. Let's go... Throughout all the let's let's even come up to date some the million man march. Let's even get more to date the the election of our first African American president, Barack Hussein Obama. Let's go even further. Mm-hmm. Right now, current day, the election of Donald J. Trump as the 46th president of the United States of America. Mm. That has galvanized black folks more than any one incident that I can think of. <laughs> Bruh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm really willing to go out on a limb that that Wednesday night, after mm-hmm. the Tuesday night's election, you know, I'm just going down my timeline on Facebook and on Twitter and uh, other forms of social media, Instagram and things of that nature. It was more people trying to find God going to any church that they can find to attend somebody's <laughs> Bible study. Right. Been in recent history. <laughs> right. Right. So, so you know, when, absolutely, I, Big Bro. I start thinking about that thing, and I was like, "This guy, this this whole election, this whole electoral process has galvanized blacks more than anything I can think of in recent memory." Right. Right. And it, 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 it's just like because. You know, I was having a conversation with another individual because just like when you and I were talking earlier, everybody was like, they were they were in your inbox, calling your phone, hitting you up on Twitter. Tony, you need to do a show. You need to do a show. And I, on my end, I was getting the same reaction. Kurt, oh, my God, you need to do a broadcast or something for the fellas. You need to, man. We we, we got to mm-hmm. hear you. And it, and it was so many people that are accustomed to all the broadcasts that you and I have done together it's like, yeah, you're mm. man, Tony Stallers, man. Y'all got to do something. The people need to hear y'all. They need to hear y'all together. And I was like, just hold on. Everything is in timing. It's all about timing. Mm-hmm. Like you let, mm-hmm. like you let your listeners know earlier, we had already discussed and planned on doing this type of broadcast. Again, it was all about the perfect timing, which is tonight. Mm-hmm. So, man, like exactly. I said, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm ready. To, man, I'm, I'm ready on all engines. I'm on go right now. I'm just... I'm ready, man. Oh, yeah. I'm just, ooh, ooh. I'm ready. And let me tell you, we're going to spank a couple of them out there tonight, too, Curtis. We're going to have to spank a couple of them because contrary to what you're hearing, man, I have no more faith in the media. They lie to us, man. They Them polls, man, They let me tell you, we, people were walking around, yeah, man, Hillary, yeah, she got this, man. Hillary thought she had it, bro. Hillary thought she had it. Everybody on my Facebook page, I was bragging, everybody bragging. And it turns out we all have faith in those polls. 
And I remember, uh, bro, on uh, CNN, that woman, what's her name, man, that, that, that represents Trump? I can't think of her name. Not the black one. It was her, his campaign manager. She was saying, they, no, it was a guy. They said, well, Trump's behind in the polls. They said, what polls? She said, all the polls. He said, what polls? All the polls. He said, so what? She said, well, he's behind. That don't mean nothing. And I was laughing at the guy. I was like, this dude don't know what he's talking about. They're behind in the polls. So they need to get on the ball. It turns out, Curtis, that they were right. It turns out the polls didn't mean jack. And from now on, the polls won't mean jack for me. And I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to stay true to my breaks tonight. I got something I want to go into right after the break. And then Curtis has a bombshell that he's going to drop on y'all right after the break. Call up your mama and them. Call up your auntie and them. Call up everybody in them. And you let them know that Curtis and Tony are going to blow your mind tonight on the Soul of America Radio. We'll be right back. Don't go nowhere. listening to Tony Stallings Live, a.k.a. Tony Montana, right here on the Soul of America Radio. So say goodnight to the bad guy. Each and every Monday night at 8 o'clock Central, 9 o'clock Eastern, you don't want to miss Hope and Healing, a journey to wholeness with your host, J.R. Thicklin. He talks about the abuse of of domestic violence and domestic abuse. You don't want to miss that show. It gives you an opportunity to grow. It gives you an opportunity to facilitate victory in your life. So join Jay next Monday night right here on the Soul of America Radio. I'll go to www.soulofamericaradio.com for more information. And tonight, if you're wanting to speak with Tony, Please press 1 if you're already holding on the phone. If you're listening on the Internet and want to get in on the conversation, dial 323-784-9638. And you can press 1 if you want to talk also. Thank you for joining us. And welcome back to the Tony Stallings Show right here on the Soul of America Radio where we are fighting the powers that be.
323-784-9638. Or if you're listening right now and you want to join in on a conversation with Curtis and myself, you can press 1. Now, honestly, we got a lot to say, and I discussed with Curtis, we're not really looking for callers, but we love and value your opinion, and we, we look forward to you if you want to call in and talk to us. Before the break, I was mentioning I wanted to tell you some information, and then, you know, of, cur- of course, Curtis has a bombshell. We we got to get out to you guys. You're going to really freak out when you hear it. I love it. But I wanted to go back a little bit, Kurt, man, because I want, I, want, I want all of my brothers and sisters out there to see a clear picture of what's going on. You got to back up, and you got to look at the whole picture as to how we got where we are. This is my opinion. Mm-hmm. Now, a while back, First of all, we didn't we didn't turn out the way they said we did we did not turn out in droves the way we did for Obama. The statistics are in, we did not turn out. But let's back up a little bit before that. In 2013, Curtis, you and I did a show that well in 2014 we did a show based around the time they were doing the bridge crossing in Selma. And on that show, you and I stressed the importance of the Voting Rights Act being gutted out um, uh, by by the Supreme Court in 2013. And what we told everybody was, we said, hey, y'all, look, we know y'all partying on the bridge. We know the bridge has got it going on. But check this out. Section 5 of the Voting right, voting Rights has been gutted out. Now, don't hang up, y'all. Don't go nowhere. Put me on speakerphone. Listen to what we're saying. This is important. They gutted the Voting Rights Act in 2013. So what does that mean to me, you, Curtis, and everybody else listening? I'm going to tell you what it means. It means that it gave them the power. It gave each state the power. Well, let me back up. That Voting Rights Act was put in place by uh, Johnson, I believe, and it controls these radical southern states that were pretty wild and racist, it controlled them from making up laws that would prohibit us from voting, okay? That's what it did. Now, in 2013, they removed Section 5 of that, and that gave these southern states the go-ahead to be able to tamper with the voting laws in each state. Now, the rest of the country was cool, but of course these nine southern states, including good old Alabama, went in there and started changing the voting laws. Look at North Carolina, Curtis. It was just last, a couple of months ago, that um, in North Carolina um, they they tried to alter the voting um, there. I can't exactly remember what they did, but they changed up, and then the the courts had to come back and make them change it. 368 polls were shut down when you voted this last time, ladies and gentlemen. This was the first election since in 50 years that we didn't have the protection of that particular portion of the Voting Rights Act. So what am I saying? I'm saying that this is a new era. And now Donald Trump with a Senate and Republican, I mean a Senate 
and a house that's totally Republican has a checkbook that he can write racism on it if he wants to. He can write segregation on it if he wants to. Not that they'll be dumb enough to do that, but he can write a check and pretty much take us like clay and make America the way he wants to make it. And that is the part that we did the show on back then because we saw this coming. Any comments on that, Kurt? Oh, yeah, definitely, man, because uh, when we did that show, you know, we both tried to – the biggest thing we tried to do with that broadcast that we did way back then a couple of years ago, man, was to make everybody aware. It, it, mm-hmm. it's, it's, like the, it's like when you when you play the Public Enemy song, Fight the Power. And, and uh, mm-hmm. hit, my favorite, my favorite lyric in that whole song is "What we need is awareness. We can't get careless." That's right. my favorite verse in that whole song. But you know, right. when when they were doing that, when they were trying to get out with the Section Five, as you mentioned, in the Voters' Right Voters' Right Acts of uh, 1964, which you were right, was signed by President Lyndon B. Johnson. You know, and they mm-hmm. were really targeting the elderly black people because you know mm-hmm. for. So many years, the elderly black people could just show up and have a form of mail with their mm-hmm. name on it and the address that they had on record at the polls that they had used for years and years and years and years. And one of the, the new provisions and new twists that they implemented was they had to have a valid picture ID. Now, right. think about the elderly that could care less about a, a, a driver's license, much less a, a picture ID. But it was like mm-hmm. any little nook and cranny that they can find, you know, okay, well, now, nah, and, and, and it has to be issued from the state. And uh, you and I did another show, if you remember, right after we did that one, where we put out the information on the locations where they can go to get a state-issued picture ID without, without having to go to the courthouse. And they even had mm-hmm. mobile facilities. They had mobile vans that were specially equipped with the camera equipment and everything that were authorized by the good old state of Alabama. But so many people didn't take advantage of it. They mm-hmm. didn't come out to take care of it. And like you said, almost 400 polls have been shut down. Mm-hmm. Shut down due to the gut, as you so eloquently put it, of those mm-hmm. of the voting rights. And man, we we and we had people. We had our our oh man, our sister Linda Lowry, who we both love with all our hearts. We had. My guy, yes, LeVon yes. Thomas, from the White House. You know, we, we had right. so many people on the broadcast with us putting out this information. And I, I prayed. I was like, please, Lord, don't let this, this information fall on deaf ears. And for the most part, the feedback that I got, and I, I don't know about the ones that – the feedback that you got, it, it was in the mm-hmm. affirmative. They're like, oh, man, man, we appreciate you guys because we didn't know. We got to get grandmama now. We got to get big mama now. We got to get Medea now. You know what I'm saying? We got to get them to these places. You know what I'm saying? Could you, can you fax it to me? Can you email it to me? Can you screenshot right. it to me? And I was like, hey, I'm on it, you know. But we, we, it wasn't from a lack of effort on our part as far as mm-hmm. you and I go. We mm-hmm. put it out there. And we did our right. best. We put it out there repeatedly. Right. Right. And let me say this, and we're going to get to the uh, racial and um, discriminatory, uh, not right, discriminatory, the racial and bigotry part in just a second because um, that's part of the show talking about how it's turned. But I just wanted to lay down a, a foundation because we're going to be doing a lot of these shows 
And I wanted to lay down a foundation with this particular show. So we've gone over, if you're just joining us, we talked about uh, a little bit about the election. We spoke about the turnout. We've talked about um, how we believe, uh, I talked about how I felt that um, that back in 2013 when they tore out that Section 5 of the Voting Rights Act, that set us up for this. And get this, Curtis, you, we've all heard of voter ID, voter ID, voter ID, voter ID. Never in the history of voting did we have to have a voter ID until President Obama was elected. That's the first time you start hearing about voter ID, President Obama. Matter of fact, they gutted it out when Obama got that when President Obama got the second term, that's when they said enough is enough. That's when they said enough is enough. So we've painted that picture now and we're bringing it up to date. And we've just discussed the election. And we wanted to get into now we really we, we got another 30 minutes left in the show. I wanted to get into this weird part about how America is turning back racist, but I wanted to make a quick comment, and then Curtis wants to blow your mind with some information. I wanted to make this comment. There are people saying that Trump, I mean, even some of you on my Facebook page are saying that Trump won by a landslide. Let me let me break it down to you. Let me educate you. Get everybody around you and listen to me. Don't hang up. Don't be distracted. Stop what you're doing and listen to me. Here's, how, here's what really happened. All the statistics are in. Donald Trump did not win by a landslide. He did not. Let me give you statistics. He got fewer votes than Mitt Romney in 2012. But wait, there's more. He got fewer votes than John McCain in 2008. He got fewer votes than George W. Bush in 2004. So in total, dig this now, fewer than 26% of eligible voters in America casted their ballot for the man that will occupy the Oval Office this January. Let me back up because I want y'all to really understand what I just said. Don't hang up. Don't start talking to nobody. Listen to me. Less than 26% of the eligible American voters that voted, voted for Donald Trump. Google it if you don't believe me. 26, not 26%, Curtis, less than 26%. Voted right, for right, Donald right. Trump. Hillary won the popular vote. So the electoral system is what put Donald Trump in office. Not the percentages, not the people, the electoral college system. That's what put him in office. So when when you see people start talking about he won from a landslide, if you don't believe me, Google and you will see that he didn't. And I am late for my break. Look, don't go nowhere. Um, Curtis is going to come back after this, I promise. When we come back on the other side of this break, Curtis is going to share something with you that he shared with me that blew my mind, and I mean that. I had never thought about it like this until Curtis mentioned it. So right after this break, 
Curtis is going to bring it in and he's going to tell you something that's going to blow your mind. Call some people. Tell them to join us. You're listening to the Tony Stalling Show on the Soul of America Radio with Tony and Curtis. We'll be right back. Monday night at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern, 8 o'clock Central, you can check out Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness with your host, J.R. Thicklin, as he deals with the issues of domestic violence every Monday night. Check him out right here on SOAR. Are you listening to this show on the Internet? If so, you're probably seeing some advertisements. Please click on those advertisements as they help us to continue to bring you the best in soulful talk radio. Thank you very much. Hello, everybody. My name is Towns Douglas, and I am fighting the power on the soul of America Radio. Listening to Tony Stalin on Soar. If you're listening via internet and you want to speak to the host, please dial 323-784-9638 and press 1 to be connected to the host. Curtis, 
share with the audience a little bit about what you're feeling about what's going on with the Trump administration, brother. Not a problem, man. I'll be more than happy to. Yeah, you know, as you alluded to um, during our conversation, you know, we were talking about how, you know, the layout and the format of the show was going to go, and I was like, you know, I was like, well, Tony, did you check this out? Did you know about this right here? All right, people, this is the deal. Let me just let, let, let me lead up to what I'm about to break down with y'all real quick. I did 20 years in the United States Army, retired, honorably discharged, did three combat tours, and uh, I served in Desert Storm in 1991. I served in Bosnia in 97. Went back to Iraq in 2003 for an Operation Enduring Freedom. But I said all this to say this. My most uneasiest part about this whole election process was concerning our military, concerning our soldiers and their families. That was the most, that was the biggest thing I was the most uneasy about. And I actually made a post alluding to that fact on my Facebook page, my Twitter account, everything, LinkedIn, all that. But to make a long story short, this is the thing, y'all. If, if you've been keeping up with the current events and doing your research and stuff, as me and Tony does, uh, you would know that when Donald Trump and President Barack Obama met day before yesterday in the White House, not only was the meeting cordial, it was so effectual. And now, now y'all just stay with me. I'm, 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 about to, I'm about to bring this thing on home. I'm about to bring this thing on home right now. Because uh, think about it. During Donald Trump's entire campaign, his whole thing was what? He's going to make America great again. Point one. Mm-hmm. Point two was... He was, he was going to build a wall, and the Mexican Michigan citizens and Mexican government was going to pay for it. Point two. Right. Point three was he was going to repeal, I repeat, he was going to repeal Obamacare, which yep. is the nickname, which is the nickname. There's no such thing as Obamacare, y'all. There's no such thing. There's no such animal. Right. Obamacare is the nickname for the Affordable Care Act. Y'all, come, I, 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 I'm putting y'all on game, as my son would tell me. I'm putting y'all on game right now. There's never been a such <laughs> thing as Obamacare. It's the Affordable Care Act, y'all. But here I go. I'm, right. I'm about to tell him I'm about to bring it home. I'm about to bring it home with him. Mm-hmm. After that meeting, not only did Donald Trump had an interview with his family that same night on 60 Minutes with Barbara Walters, and I watched it. I made it. A, I made it. A, I made it. I made the, every effort to watch it to make sure I could just see what he was going to say. He was up there with his entire family, the wife, the kids, everybody, and, of course, the host, Barbara Walters. And she said, well, you know, uh, we understand there was some new developments, you know, in your meeting with uh, President Obama today. He was like, yes, I met with President Obama. He's an honorable man. He's, he's highly esteemed. He's highly intelligent. He's done great things for this country. And I'm like, I'm sitting there, Tony. I'm mm-hmm. like, wow. I mean, my, my bottom, my bottom lip was about to hit my floor, bro. I even had to stand right. up at one time, and I, and, and I'm right. not bragging. I got a real big TV. I got like a 73 inch TV, so I was like, right. <laughs> I'm tripping. I'm not seeing this big screen like that. But so I'm like, right. and he kept going on and on. He's like, well, I'm not going to repeal Obamacare, especially right. the provisions where it says for the elderly with pre-existing conditions. I'm going to keep that in place. He said, also, I'm mm-hmm. going to keep in place where all children are covered under their parents until the age of 26. I'm going to keep that in place. Tony, that's the two major mm-hmm. parts of Obamacare. 
They just gonna mm-hmm. keep in place. Oh, bro, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm about to, I'm, I'm about to right. get, I'm, oh man, I'm about to get a juicer. I'm about to get a juicer, bro. I'm about right. to get a juicer. <laughs> he said, but what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna make some amendments to it and I'm gonna rename it. <laughs> ah. <laughs> bro, I was like. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. Are you serious? Then I thought about it. I said, wow, mm-hmm. this guy, he was so, in my opinion, and this is just Curtis Taylor's opinion, in my mm-hmm. opinion, in every debate that you've seen, mm-hmm. he may have taken a few shots at Hillary, but during every debate, it seemed like he was running against President Obama. Doing every deb- And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, brother, you're running against Hillary Clinton, man. Focus your attention on Hillary. You like this president, this, 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 that, the third, and he he founded ISIS. He did this and this, and I'm and, and I'm gonna get off my soapbox because what I'm about to say really mm-hmm. gonna trip everybody out that didn't know. This is the thing right, right. here for all you listeners. Buckle your seatbelt right now. If you're sitting down, hold on to your chair, take you a drink, swallow because <laughs> I don't want you to spit nothing out. This is the deal, y'all. Yeah. Back in 1998, Donald J. Trump had an interview with People Magazine. And you can fact check it if you want. Or like Tony said, you can Google it. 1988, mm-hmm. y'all, an interview with People Magazine, and there's video footage of the said interview where he right. said if he was to ever run for president, he would run as a Republican. Why do you ask? He said because the Republicans are the most easiest to fool. He said uh-huh. I can lie to them. They will believe it. And I can I can put it on Fox News because the Republicans believe everything that Fox News reports. Bruh, I was done. Right. 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 So did y'all hear what Curtis just said? He said that he did an interview in 98, he being D- Donald Trump, and mentioned that he could lie to the Republicans. They're easy to be lied to, blah, blah, blah. He would run as a Republican, is what he said. And check this out: when he got into office, you know, one of the, like Curtis was saying, one of the main things he was he was saying was he was going to repeal and re, he was going to repeal and replace Obamacare. He was going to rip it out. But he didn't do that when he got in office, and that raised the eyebrows of some of the Republicans. He's just going to basically, like Curtis said, change the name. And then, like he said, it ain't Obamacare; it's actually the Affordable Health Care. And Curtis. Also, he called. You remember? Y'all remember at the debate when he called her a nasty, such a nasty woman. She's a crooked right. woman, right? He right. talked about Hillary. Right. Okay. Now, like Curtis said, he said some nice things about her. But check this out: the Wall Street Journal asked about the campaign promises. They asked him, Donald Trump, about the campaign promise to appoint a special prosecutor to pursue criminal charges against against Hillary Clinton. Here was what he said. I wish I had the audio. He said, and I'm quoting from um, the Wall Street Journal. Um, actually, it's theguardian.com, but he was on the Wall Street Journal. He said, quote, it's not something I've given a lot of thought because I want to solve health care, jobs, etc." Trump said. Back up. It's not something I've given a lot of thought. Do you remember Curtis at the debate when he said if he was president, he'd lock her up? Remember that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He would appoint a special prosecutor. When they asked him directly, he said he hadn't given much thought. So where are we going with this? Where are we going? 
we're going here. We're saying that maybe, what if that is true? What if he really did lie to them? What if he really did get in office? And as Curtis and I were kind of joking about it, that, and look, hang with us on this. Don't, don't, don't tune us out. Just hang with us. Hang with us. What if Bill and some of the other Democrats kind of had an idea that when he got in office, he really wasn't going to do away with the affordable health care. He really wasn't going to prosecute Hillary Clinton. Check this out. He knew that every Republican that puts his pants on with his left leg and his right leg wanted to get rid of Obamacare and lock Hillary Clinton up. But guess what? When he got in office, bam, boom, it's gone. Just like that. Oh, oh, so oh, what oh, Tony, 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 Tony. Is dropping is Go ahead, bro. Can I add something to it, please? Oh, man, can I add something please, to it? Please, please, please. Oh, man. All right, y'all. Everybody that's listening. Tony, I, I don't want you to lose. I want us to lose no listeners because I'm, I'm going to be co-hosting with you on this series of shows that we're doing. <laughs> Let them go, bro. Let them go. Oh, man. We, we got to be Check hunted, out, man. We got to be hunted. Check this out. Oh, yeah, we got to be. We got to be. Check this out. This, this is the this is the thing that I was done with, like 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 I, like the old folks say, stick a fork in me, I'm done. <laughs> Not only did all of that take place, mm-hmm. he agreed at the conclusion of the meeting with President Barack Obama that he would keep President Barack Obama's advisory team in place. Wow, to sure did. to help him along in. The initial phases right. of his presidency, and hold on. Right. And when you start talking mm-hmm. about when you when you brought Slick Bill, Slick Willie, or Uncle Bill in this mm-hmm. thing, made a mm-hmm. phone call to President Bill Clinton and said he would appreciate all the efforts and advice that he could pass along to him to be sure that he would be a successful president because President Barack Obama made a comment that yes, he would be willing to help Donald Trump. In his administration, because when he succeeds, America succeeds. Wow, you mean the same president <laughs> Clinton <laughs> that he dogged out? Is that, yeah. is that what yeah, you're yeah, telling yeah. me, right? Right, right, right. That's the same thing. That's right. Wow, the same yes, president that says he's going to keep Obama's birth. Uh, um, a staff on said was the same one that was trying. He was this was the same president he was trying to destroy with the birther movement, right? Right, exactly. Let yeah. me tell y'all something. We're not we're not saying because we, we Curtis told me straight up I hate him. I can't stand him. I can't stand him. I don't like what he stands for. But we cannot turn facts away. So you don't have to like us. Matter of fact, it don't matter to us one way or the other. We're just trying to get this information out, and we cannot ignore the fact. Curtis, when he dropped this on me, man, I tell y'all, I almost screamed like a white woman in a horror movie. This means that there is a – it gives us another edge to this thing. He's softening up. He is freaking softening up on the issues. And the Republicans, like like Curtis said – they're starting to get the eyebrows raised now. What if he really meant that, what he said in 1998? What if he really meant that? 
What if it really was? What if he really meant to? He called Obama a good man. Didn't he not? Did he say that? Didn't he say that? Oh yeah, he, he called did. him a good man. He yeah, called no, him no, a he good said man. He was a great man. No, 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 no. He said he was a great yeah. man of high yeah. esteem and of high integrity. Right, right. <laughs> and he looked a little nervous sitting in that chair, bro, up in that White House. And and Obama didn't look happy, but he looked a little nervous uh, sitting up in there. Uh, when right. I saw him, uh, he, he did. And look here, um, we're gonna take. I'm, I'm gonna take my final break, and we're gonna be getting out of here in about another 12 minutes. But hang around. We got some more stuff we gotta lay on you. Get over that bombshell that we just dropped. Go to the bathroom. Whatever you gotta do. When you come back, we got some more stuff we gotta lay on you right before we get out of here. So don't go nowhere. It ain't over. To the fat lady saying, we'll be right back. You're listening to the Tony Stalling Show with Tony and Curtis on the Soul of Mac Radio. Whenever injustice rears its ugly head, we're here. This is a special edition of Fight the Power. Who am I, Mark? Tell them who they're listening to. Tell them. You're listening to Tony Stallings on the Soul of America Radio. Worldwide, coast-to-coast talk radio. Okay, you ready? Here's how it goes. Monday night, you're listening to J.R. Thicklin with Hope and Healing, A Journey to Wholeness, which delves into the world of domestic violence. Listen to Jay every Monday night at 9 o'clock Eastern, right here. Now, on Thursday nights, you get to listen to one of the hottest shows that just came out on Internet Radio. It's called Breaking the Silence and Healing the Pain with Janoris, Latasha, Tammy, and Tony. Every Thursday, 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern, on the Soul of America Radio. Also, you get to listen to Tony Stallings on Saturday nights. Showtime to be announced. Right here, baby, on the Soul of America Radio. Hey, I'm Bridget, and I'm fighting the power on the soul of America Radio.
and welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the Tony Starling Show, and you're listening to the Tony Starling Show with my brother Curtis Taylor, Sr., from Something for the Fellas, and we are talking to you tonight pretty raw and uncut about what's been going on lately, and we just, my brother Curtis just dropped a bombshell on y'all, for, and for those that missed it, I see some people just just tuned in, a bunch of y'all just tuned in, y'all are late, y'all, <laughs> y'all are late, man, you're going to have to listen to the, okay, alright, alright, I'm not going to even go into that, we just dropped a bombshell on y'all, so go back and listen to the show when it's over, and you'll have to hear it then. But for everybody else that's been listening, we have talked about we gave we went back a little bit about uh how this we felt this started happening when they started messing with the voting rights. And we talked about the election turnout. Uh we gave you some mind blowing information that for these people that keep saying Donald Trump had a landslide, which is BS. He did not have a landslide. And uh in fact Hillary really had a landslide, if you want to be honest. And and he performed poorly in the last uh, what, uh, six, eight, eight years of, uh, what, uh, 12 years of presidents. He performed poorly than all of the other Republicans since 2004. So don't give me that crap about he blew, the, blew it out the water. No, he didn't. Less than 20%, 26% of the American people that were eligible voted for this guy. Then Curtis dropped a bone on y'all just a minute ago, and I don't know if y'all really processed it. I really don't know if y'all processed it, but I'm going to go over it just briefly. That in 1998, he did an interview, basically, and I'm summing it up, saying that, you know what, if I ever ran for uh, a president, I'd run as a Republican because I'll lie to them and get in office and basically, I guess, become liberal, is what he's basically saying. He would just lie to them because he says they're gullible. So how about he says he's going to do Obamacare, he's going to gut it out, which every Republican has wet dreams about gutting Obamacare. Every Republican wears his pants when you talk about putting Hillary Clinton in jail. Curtis, they would rather they would rather put Obama they would rather put Clinton in jail than have sex with their wives. That is just the truth. <laughs> and how about when my boy got in office, he said, "I'm not going to change uh, the Affordable Health Care Act. I'm just going to change the name and do some twist here and there." Oh, and by the way. When when the when the Washington Post asked him when are you gonna put Hillary in jail, he said I hadn't thought about that. I'm just gonna try to work on the country. So there he is back in the way. Then he calls Obama a very good man. He says Clinton was lovely. The same woman, back it up at the um, at the rebate. He said was a nasty woman, is a lovely woman now. He pays respect to Michelle Obama, his wife. And Michelle Obama act like they are kitchen buddies. They love each other. She look, Curtis. Michelle dogged uh, Trump out in the prime in the campaign primaries, but now they are lovely buddies. They love each other. And so, what are we alluding to here? We're alluding to the fact that maybe, just maybe, Donald Trump has something up his sleeve for the Republicans. Now that don't stop all this racism crap that's going on because. That stuff is crazy. One of my friends tonight just texted me something. Uh, she lives in Portland, and she says that um, it's pretty bad. They're 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 having uh, 
these riots uh, protesting the election of Donald Trump in Portland, and she said there was a shot that rang out. Also, um, there um, was somebody sending me some other stuff they wanted me to read out. Um, Okay, I'll put this out. Uh, In Birmingham, we're having some uh, um, meetings as well. And listen to this, people. Before we get out here, there are instances of racism and bigotry popping up. Uh, on Facebook tonight, uh, go to uh, the um, go to my page or go to the uh, to the show page where we have on the show. There are different gangs of people harassing minorities in the street, and I can't verify these, but it's better safe than sorry. Curtis and I will be doing another show on that. We didn't really get into that part of it tonight because we kind of wanted to lay a groundwork on it tonight. We kind of wanted to build a foundation and then go into uh, some of the other aspects. That's very dangerous. That's dangerous. Uh, it puts us back in a Jim Crow era sort of, sort of, sort of kind of. And even if, even if Donald Trump, President-elect Trump, as we're supposed to call him, even if he was sort of trying to soften up a bit, his supporters ain't softening up worth a D. They're out there with these Confederate flags saying white power. They're walking into schools, Curtis, with Trump signs saying white power. They're telling Hispanic kids or Latino kids they're going to build a wall and put your daddy out. That's nasty. That's nasty. So, Curtis, we, we got a couple of minutes, man. What Anything else you wanted to share before we uh, stepped out of here, bro? Oh man, oh man! Again, I'm I'm, I'm always glad to, for you to have me. I'm oh, I'm looking forward to the series of shows that you and I are about to embark on. Man, I'm looking forward to it. We're gonna be it's gonna be exciting. We're gonna be putting out some relevant and prevalent information for these people. And um, oh oh yeah, and matter of fact, I was gonna talk to you about this also for all of you listeners that's in the area. If you're in Birmingham, Decatur, Huntsville area, whatever the case may be, and if um, on Black Friday, which is November 25th. We're going to be having uh, Morgan County, Alabama, which is our county, NAACP mm-hmm. Freedom Fund Banquet. And I'm humbled to announce that I'm going to be one of the honorees of that event. So if you're in the area, wow. you know, That's great, bro. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, if, uh, it's going to be great. a black tie fair, so that'll give you a chance to put on your, your tuxedos or your best suit and your significant other to put on the, her best dress and come out. It's gonna, uh, they're gonna have entertainment being provided by Ko, which is uh, Ken Orr and his R&B group. There, if you Google Ken Orr and his R&B band, man, it, that dude is awesome. But uh, so yeah, that's gonna be at the uh, DoubleTree Hilton Hotel here in Decatur, Alabama. It's gonna be like I said, Black Friday. So that date will be November 25th. At it'll start at uh, 7 p.m. It's forty dollars a couple and twenty five dollars a person. Wow. Well, we're gonna we're gonna do a. What date is that again? Give me the date again. That's uh, November twenty fifth. November twenty fifth. Okay. It's Black oh. Friday. Exactly. Okay. Good deal. Yeah. Good deal. We're gonna try to do a show before the end. And I wanted to share something before we left tonight. Um, I I had started the ending music, but I wanted to share something. This is very important to me that you realize the mindset we're dealing with. While I'm doing the show tonight, I get a message on my Soul of America radio page 
uh, sent as a private message to Tony Stallings, uh, Tony at Soul of America Radio. And I'm going to read this message to you, ladies and gentlemen, just like it is. So if you got any little kids, put them away. If you are offended by bad language, cover your ears, cut it off. I'm going to read this message I got raw because we need to know what we're dealing with here. We need to know exactly the kind of people we're dealing with. This message was sent to me on about a little bit into the show. And it basically says, Tony, I hope you and Curtis burn in hell. You niggers are telling lies and you are making our country worse than what it is. Mm-hmm. It's niggers like you that I hope burn in hell and that I hope hang from a tree. Now, first of all, I'm going to send this to the FBI. <laughs> I'm going to send this information uh, to the FBI because we do record. When you write into the Soul of America radio uh, website, it records your um, IP address. So whoever you are, if you're listening, first of all, thanks for listening. Second of all, uh, your information will be forwarded to the FBI because that is a threat. And so um, I wanted you guys, I wanted to play that, not to dampen the spirits, but this is real, ladies and gentlemen. We're dealing with real stuff here. And so Curtis and I do these shows to bring this to your attention with the risk of these clowns like that listening in. But I don't care. And I know my brother Curtis don't care. We are not going to stop. Nothing is going to stop us. Nothing is going to stop us. And once again, I want to thank everybody for listening in. And uh, the next show we're going to do is going to be announced because I got to get with Curtis and we're going to go over some things. Uh, next show we do, I want you to be there. We're going to uh, do a little bit better a job of getting some advanced uh, notice to you about it. And uh, once again, I want to thank Curtis. And uh, everybody else that's listening, uh, we'll give you some more information about when we're coming out again later. And um, anything else, Curtis, you got anything else you want to give? Uh, anything else before we get out of here, brother? Oh, yes, sir. I just want to thank everybody that's been listening, everybody that's been supporting, whether it's uh, Tony Stalin's show, Soul of America, whether it's myself and something for the fellas. And to the individual that sent Tony and I that, that wonderful message, we appreciate you, bro. But we ain't going nowhere. I promise you. We ain't going nowhere. This is just the beginning. So think your threats. Think your comments. But like Tony said, we're just going to forge information to the authorities, the FBI. We appreciate you tuning in because we're making our numbers look good. (laughs) (laughs) Call in. Matter of fact, if you're listening, whoever sent that, call in. Call in and talk to us. I'm not going to hang up on you. I promise you. If you identify yourself to me, I will not hang up with you. I'll let you say all what you want to say. Y'all, we'll talk to y'all later. We got to get out of here. Thanks for listening. Let us know what's on your mind next time. We will take a few calls. Until then, you listen to the Tony Stalling Show. I'm Tony Stalling. You're not. And I love you. Good night, everybody. The world see me looking in the mirror. Images of me getting much clearer. This self. 
I wrote a letter just to better my soul. If I don't express it, then forever I hold inside. I'm from a side where we gotta control. Rap music in the hood played a fatherly role. My story like yours, yo, gotta be told. Trying to make it from a gangster to a golly role. Red scrolls and stole slaves. The Jewish people in cold cage. Hate has no color or age. Flip the page. Now my rage became freedom. Right dreams in the dark, they far, but I can see them. I believe in heaven more than hell. Blessings more than jail. In the ghetto, let love prevail. With a story to tell. My eyes see the glory and well. The world waiting for me to yell. I have a dream. I got a dream. One day. 